Welcome to the Rise Inside podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird and powered by Rise Robotics. Listen as host Justin talks to experts from the Rise team about topics relating to mechanical engineering, industrial design, commercialization, and innovation. True collaborations work when ideas are integrated at inception to solve significant problems. Rise Inside brings together how the team continues to work with great folks to commercialize ideas. You're listening to the Rise Inside podcast. Here is your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to Rise Inside. My name is Justin Starbird. Today, I get the fortunate opportunity to welcome uh, back Tomas Sepp, one of the co-founders at Rise, Vice President of Engineering, a new friend, uh, Nolan Hobart, mechanical engineer at Rise, and GP Bossy, the Executive Vice President of 3D Experience Works at Dassault Systems. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you, Justin. Good day, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Justin. Well, well, happy to be back. Yeah, and Nolan, man, this is your first time on too. This is exciting. Yeah, I know we've been talking about it a little bit, but finally happened. No kidding. Well, uh, GP, I'll get started with you. Um, first of all, great to meet you. Uh, wonderful uh, to have had the opportunity to work with you. You've done a, a little project about um, SolidWorks and, and uh, the Boston startup scene. So that was really cool of you to do uh, previously, but, but great to meet you in person. Same here, Justin. Uh, it's fun. I, I know Rise. We've been together in a few cha- occasions. We have a big event. Uh, once a year is called the 3D Experience World, where we feature also very hot and cool startups. We do some sort of Shark Tank type of, uh, uh, of show, and, uh, and they did, uh, they did uh, show up there and they performed very well. And uh, I think it was uh, a good blessing for uh, their progress. I see I visited them at the beginning of this year uh, to do a recording part of our big uh, 3D Experience World event as well. And it was good to show, you know, the progress that they made. Amazing. Congratulations. It's, uh, their technology is, is, is pure genius, is uh, simple, uh, very, very effective, uh, very efficient, very environment friendly. This is uh, the type of uh, customers we love, uh, we love to work with. That's great to hear. Well, you know, tell us a little bit about um, SolidWorks and 3D experience and, you know, uh, how that fits in with uh, Dassault Systems. Yeah, SolidWorks uh, is, uh, is a company that was fi- founded uh, 25 years ago in, uh, in Massachusetts, in the U.S., with the dream uh, to democratize the access to 3D modeling technology. At the time, uh, you know, in the 90s, uh, 3D modeling, 3D technology, Using the computer for design was uh, was something uh, uh, almost always almost only used in automotive and aerospace was uh, was complex very very costly and then you know there was the revolution of the personal computer and so it was was uh, one of the first to create a computer aided design software on personal computers and since then uh, the rest is history right now we have. Uh, 45% of market share of uh, computer-aided design seats. Uh, and, but we have, uh, we have been uh, still uh, close to our DNA, to our culture, to our values, founding values, which is uh, uh, stay very close to our clients, uh, listen to their needs, uh, continuously improve the technology. We are obsessed about the user experience. So these things yeah. are not changed. Uh, what is changing is, however, the 
technologies that today are needed for uh, computer-aided design to create products, amazing products, like the one I created at uh, Rise Robotics. So we need to evolve, and that's the reason why there is this uh, new organization called 3D Experience Works, which uh, I, I work for, I lead this organization. And the goal is to expand from design to all the disciplines to make a great product happens, which is manufacturing, simulation, data management, collaboration, and even sales and marketing. So we have software that helps companies like Rise to sell and showcase their products digitally and, and, and so on. That's wonderful. And, uh, you know, we've been certainly fortunate to, to see how Rise uh, uses it. We're going to get to that in just a second. But before we, we talk about that, uh, what are some of the, you say, you know, a couple of different things there in terms of companies that use the platform? Um, how do you, you know, what companies do or, in, you know, what industries are really, um, uh, really benefit from the platform? Yeah. Uh... It's interesting because uh, our technology is used in 12 industries. We are present in 12 manufacturing industries, uh, from industrial equipment to aerospace, uh, automotive, consumer goods, uh, and, uh, and so on. So our technology, the 3D Spirits Wars technology, is actually for everybody. We serve uh, Fortune 500 all the way into startups and also individuals, students and makers. We have a version for uh, everybody. That's great. Uh, Tomas, you know, I'll ask you this question because you've, you've um, been, been part of the RISE uh, team since its inception almost. Um, you know, what, uh, how do you guys use SOLIDWORKS? How, did, how were you first uh, introduced? Um, so I guess I can talk personally. I've, I've been a SOLIDWORKS user for approximately 15 years now. Um, I was introduced to it as an individual user in, in college, you know, going through uh, mechanical engineering classes. It was actually a, uh, a mechanical engineering design class, uh, a robotics competition um, class uh, that I was first introduced to it. Um, used it kind of very, you know, as a beginner, I would say, uh, doing, you know, uh, you know, simple extrudes and, and whole wizard, whole patterns and, and the such uh, to kind of, you know, visualize what I wanted to build. Um, you know, kind of come, kind of come a long way since then, obviously. Um, my, my next like kind of big experience with the platform was, um, and one of my internships uh, where I was, you know, first introduced to how does a company use this tool um, using, uh, I think it was PDM Enterprise at the time. Um, and, you know, how do you, how do you check in and out files uh, such that there's revision control and, um, you know, a, a workflow path with engineering change orders uh, such that the whole team can really be on the same page at all times, knowing uh, what the design is and you know what's under change, what's locked down, and what's been approved and out in manufacturing. Um, and then from from there, um, you know, in in the the early days of Rise Robotics, took that kind of base knowledge and you know you know actually had 
you know, there's very few points um, in a company's life where you actually want to consider changing any type of CAD platform. I'm happy to say that we started with SolidWorks right from the beginning um, and have never had to really uh, go through uh, any painful processes of, of switching. Right. Uh, but we, we were using um, individual, you're doing individual users for a long time in our history. We only had uh, two or three, um, you know, less than a handful of engineers, mostly working on separate designs. So we were able to, to get by kind of using it as a more on an individual contributor basis. Um, and that is until recently where we've uh, been using the PDM system for a few years now. Sure. And that's, that's probably uh, no one to, you know, how you got introduced to it now. Uh, yeah, but pretty similar. Um, definitely was introduced uh, through school. Um, and then, you know, similar to Tomas started out with like the basic extrudes and cuts and whole wizards and whatnot. Um, I kind of got a little more uh, into SOLIDWORKS when I had a, a study abroad. Um, I took a kind of advanced SOLIDWORKS modeling course uh, and got into some simulation and some more complex surface modeling, um, which has been a huge help here at RISE. We have a lot of, you know, twisting and, you know, different geometries uh, that our belt is subject to. And so it's been um, useful skills to have and then further develop here. Um, you know, I know what a just general surface commands and whatnot, and then really being able to understand how that's used in like a real application um, in, in, a, in a part that's going to be in a market ready product um, sure. is like, you know, kind of the next step up from that. And how does the team use the platform today? Um, definitely a sharing of information. Um, we're all able to view kind of the same checked in assembly on, on the SOLIDWORKS PDM. Um, it's hugely uh, valuable for design reviews. Um, so, you know, we kind of just project the CAD up onto a screen. Um, other people can, you know, drive, so to speak, or, or take control of the mouse and, you know, zoom in on a specific point or a specific feature. Uh, to really you go into detail. you have anything else on that, Tomas? Uh, yeah, I mean, just to, to emphasize how collaboratively we do use it. Uh, we're, so we're a, a small team as a startup, but we do have um, ab above 10 SOLIDWORKS users at this point. Um, largely, most of them working on a single single design at this point in time um, as we as we bring our first product to market. So you're talking about a single assembly that many different people can get into uh, at the same time, often with, with different files checked out by each person at any given time. And then, you know, seamlessly uh, once parts are checked back in, integrating back in. Uh, so, you know, it's just very, it's a, uh, you know, you can you can rest assured that it's the model is is what it is. What it, you know, it's you know, it, it's a seamless uh, integration of changes uh, across all the user base. Um, sure. And then, you know, personally, from a a uh, you know from a company perspective too, in terms of being able to uh, hold the data uh, in like a secure way, 
Um, it's very resilient to any, any one computer crashing or even the server uh, going down since it's kind of a distributed uh, network of where all the information is stored such that it, it's robust against losing anything. Yeah. GP, is it like crazy to hear this? Like, I mean, this is what you set out when you start when you guys got into this, right? 20, 25 years ago. I am delighted to hear that they, I mean, Thomas and Nolan, they are actually adopting the best practices and the 10 designers is not, is not a small team, as a matter of fact. So <laughs> you're right, coordinating. These guys are doing what is called the simultaneous engineering. It's like concurrent engineering. And yep. that's what the startup are, because they are fast and furious and they cannot <laughs> afford to lose data. And the intellectual property, they said it all. Intellectual property is the most important asset of a startup, right? So they, they needed to have a, a secure environment that is resilient. They said, I, I'm, I'm listening with all my ears <laughs> and, and I'm taking notes because, uh, you know, you, you couldn't have said it better. Uh, yeah, this is exactly what, uh, what we want to know. And the other thing is, uh, is uh, you know, they, they probably said that they started adopting this in school. That's very important for our strategy. The connection with the education world is very, very important for us. And also the ease of use. At the end, our job is to make sure that users like Thomas and Nolan don't have to fight with the tool. We want to be transparent. We want them to just spend all the time that they spend into inventing new things, not fighting with the tools to make sure that they can manufacture what is in their head. And this is uh, our focus, as a matter of fact. We just want to be transparent and uh, be uh, basically read the mind of the designer, make sure that whatever they're looking for is at their fingertip. We spend a disproportionate amount of time with, uh, you know, with, with the uh, right mouse buttons, with the acceleration keys, so that it's easy. If you have a doubt, you know, you press a couple of keys and you find what you need. This is extremely important, especially for teams like this, because sure. uh, the pace of innovation is uh, unbelievable, I can tell you. Uh, do do you ever just sit there and are like, holy smokes, I can't believe they used our platform to build this? Well, you know, we have uh, about uh, 5 million users, including the education. We celebrated uh, two years ago the millionth commercial seat. And we have more than 300,000 companies all over the world, of any size, as I said, in 12 industries. And uh, it is mesmerizing what, uh, what our clients do. It is, uh, for me, it is the best part of my job to go around and be letting uh, those labs and see what they do. Yeah. See those, uh, those digital virtual twins uh, on the screen. And then they take me to the next room and they see those things in action. I mean, like the, the hydraulic, the, 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 the devices, the lifting devices that these guys have invented to replace the hydraulics, right? The, the inefficient hydraulics. You see them on the screen and they show, and the next thing I see is those things working on trucks. You know? so yeah. On the platform. Is, uh, is, <laughs> and also the accuracy. What is really surprising me all the time is the level of accuracy that they can achieve. Everything is in there, even the little screw. Believe it or not, because they want precision, they want to know everything. 
They want to know the weight in the minimum, minimal details. They want to have uh, the bill of material. They want to know how many screws. So they do it all. And that's, uh, that's what it's designed for. And it's so refreshing to hear that it is used exactly the way it was supposed to be. Now, with Rise, uh, Tomas and, and Nolan, uh, he he makes it makes a good point about weight and the different you know really intricate uh, tiny parts that go into uh, you know uh, decision making right. How has that uh, knowledge and depth of information available uh, you know helped you test out your first commercial product? Yeah, definitely. Um, he's your GP. You're completely right. We do model down to the the very last detail um uh when we uh, you know it, and it's it uh it's necessary in many cases um you know as 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 you mentioned we're uh competing with hydraulic cylinders uh which are an extremely power dense technology very compact very small in size so we're always looking to you know get every little last quarter half millimeter uh you know smaller in size to 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 meet the necessary load capacities with our technology um and then i, I will say we we don't model everything because there's an extremely uh robust ecosystem out there now that allow downloadable solidworks files of you know every single type of screw uh so we we make full use of, of that as well and it's great to be, you know, it's great that the platform is so ubiquitous that so many other companies and vendors, distributors are offering those, uh, those models available for download, um, you know, instant download, because it, it's just great to have them in the native SolidWorks files uh, to be able to change anything about them. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Go ahead, GP, go. Yeah, this is, uh, this is important, is uh, the power of the ecosystem, right? And they're right, they don't need to model. Can you imagine if you had to model, to, to fit, to, to <laughs> actually model every single screw? It's a huge waste of time. Thankfully, everything that you buy, probably you can also download the digital model in SOLIDWORKS format. So, so they, they really focus on the value added that they do with their devices. Uh, and the other thing that uh, is important for me I noticed that. I mean, those applications are uh, very, uh, very sensitive from a safety point of view. I mean, if you fail, you can kill people. I mean, you lift uh, tons of weight, okay? In a, it's a very heavy industrial environment. So precision and reliability is extremely important. And you need technology to make sure to do, to measure the, the safety factor, to do also, uh, you know, to test, uh, to do fatigue analysis, to do the kinematic analysis, because those things are uh, mission critical. If, uh, if a platform fails, it is, it, it is potentially catastrophic, you know? And as for the weight, uh, uh, there are interesting uh, anecdotes. We have uh, companies that build, uh, you know, aerospace components, they build satellites. And if you make a mistake of a few grams, then the dynamics get screwed up and the satellite collides, they go off orbit and they cannot get the thrust where they should have. And they go down to the weight of the wire harness. So they, uh, you know, many of our customers model, as for instance, I, I, you know, 
model down to the detail of, of the electrical wiring, to the single individual morsel, because they need to know the, the weighted distribution to the ground. Because in many industries, uh, many industries are mission critical. So safety is extremely important. Well, certainly the industries that Rise, Rise is currently serving with our uh, first product and then the hopes for, for new products to, to come out that are you also using, you know, the same technology. Nolan, how do those details, uh, you know, how important are they to your everyday job and, and how have they helped uh, support Rise as you've gone through this new product launch? Yeah, Um I mean, it's, it's the smallest details that make the biggest difference. Uh, we talk about attention to detail a lot. It's what really separates a, a okay design from a great design. Um, something I want to kind of dive into here real quick is the, the drawings feature on SOLIDWORKS. Um, it is, you know, fully integrated in with the, the actual 3D model um, references. And then there's a whole bunch of features that you can choose um, in terms of tolerancing and you know, how you call out a specific dimension. Um, and, you know, one of the things that some engineers forget that we always need to be thinking about is, you know, can you actually make this, right? Because you can use the, the 3D platform to create a part that does exactly what you want that is the farthest thing from manufacturable. Um, so the drawing feature really helps you visualize, you know, how this is going to happen, what is a realistic tolerance. Um, and when you're thinking or rather looking at, you know, a, a thousandth or a half thousandth or a couple micron, um, it really helps you to like piece together in your mind, you know, what is this? How is it going together? Um, in terms of, and then the second part of that question you said was, you know, how is it implied in our, in our product? Could you repeat that? Yeah. Well, how does it support rise moving forward and, and how that uh, the attention to detail has allowed you to, you know, launch uh, the joint product with, with Anthony Liftgates and, and um, some of our other uh, things that we have cooking in the lab. Yeah, sure. Um, so what's great about SOLIDWORKS is that you can have, um, we'll call them like references or um, like equation driven models. So, you know, our, our system is going to visually look relatively similar, you know, as we go from 4,000 pounds up to 50,000 pounds, obviously with like, you know, some slight differences based on like packaging and constraints and, and weight. Um, but we're actually able to, you know, change around some numbers and get, you know, what we call like a rough parent model of, of some larger actuator. Um, and then from there, um, all that time is saved. We have dependencies on, you know, the absolutely necessary dimensions. Um, and then we're able to, you know, slightly modify all that to fit the specific application. Um, so we're able to use these like master models to, to scale the technology up and down um, mm -hmm. on like a, a, a building block basis. That's great. Well, GP, I'm going to uh, transition just a little bit because I also know that, you know, at SolidWorks, uh, you help companies commercialize their technology. How do you go about doing that? How do you help them assess uh, what their options are and, and actually move from what Nolan and Tomas are talking about, concept and, and uh, modeling all the way to commercialization and, and even launching manufacturing? Uh, uh, 
Justin, what uh, what we do, we, we are very, we have a very large network of incubators. So what we do, we physically go there, visit there. We have a team dedicated to early adopters, okay, uh, or early technologists um, and innovators. And uh, uh, most of the times, uh, uh, those those companies uh, are strong on the technical side but are not introduced yet, for instance, to the world of financing, of venture capital, and also to the world of supply chain, the importance of, of creating a, a supply chain. So we, uh, we support this company. What they do in an amazing way is they bring the idea. And that is the most important and valuable thing. Once you have the idea, it's very easy for us to encourage these uh, innovators to move forward and to create the network for them to succeed. Uh, most of the time is okay. You need, first of all, to all entrepreneurs, we give free software. Okay, we have a program for startups where they can use anything in our portfolio for up to one year, completely free. And then we have a gradual introduction into, it can be renewed, but we then gradually introduce them into a more commercial alignment a pricing when they can afford it. So this is one way to help them. The other one is to create a business opportunities. For instance, we had a, an amazing client in Korea. They, uh, they create precision parts for, uh, for uh, uh, paper printing and they wanted to enter the US market for plastic 3D printing, okay? So we created connections with uh, local uh, distributors, with uh, local technologists, with uh, local uh, educational institutions that were willing to test and introduce and showcase their products. And right now, they are very, very, very successful and also very, very grateful. Uh, we also like uh, to showcase innovation in all our uh, events. So when we, when we talk about SolidWorks, we don't talk about or 3D experience wars, we don't talk about SOLIDWORKS per se, but we talked about SOLIDWORKS like, like we are doing today through the prism and the viewpoint of our clients. And this allows them to speak to a much wider uh, audience. And, uh, and therefore we have created a situation where for instance, uh, our re uh, reseller channel, uh, more than 400 partners, they became distributors of their products. For instance, 3D printing, there are now 3D printing companies that we launched at uh, World a few years back that right now are thriving. Some of them are public. <laughs> I can mention a few. Mark Forge is one very, very successful company that we launched on the stage at uh, 3D Experience World. Another one is Nano Dimension, is a, 3D, is a company that 3D prints uh, uh, PCB, printed circuit boards. Amazing, very innovative technology. We uh, showcase them at World. It is a public company now with the amazing and very innovative technology. Rice is another very, very bright example with their unique patent of the pulleys that I think is, is a genius uh, type of intuition that they had. So we create networks. Uh, networks are very important for companies for Thrive. We provide, uh, we provide technology. And in some cases, we also provide mentorship. Simple business mentorship, how to build a business plan, how to make a pitch, how to talk to an investor and how to talk to a possible supplier. Yep, that's great. Well, so what's next for SolidWorks and 3D experience? Well, what is important now for us is uh, 
to go into this, uh, into the, what is called the digital manufacturing age. So we have been focused on design for many, many years, right? And I think we did a decent job right now. SolidWorks is spoken, is a language spoken in the world of design. But today you do design for manufacturing, right? You have to do design in a context where simulation is used continuously, it's a continuous loop because you need to optimize. You need to create a sustainable products. So sustainability is extremely important. You have to optimize the material, the resources, the weights, right? So we want to expand the next act for SolidWorks is to expand to go into the digital manufacturing with a continuous digital continuity for design through manufacturing, through simulation in a continuous loop. Uh, you know, manufacturing is uh, undergoing a big revolution because uh, uh, first of all, uh, there is a crisis in uh, what used to be called the globalization, right? So we kind of delegated uh, different, uh, we, we let the manufacturing to happen in concentrated parts of the world. And we, had the, we, we risked the losing uh, the manufacturing technology and knowledge. And right now we know how delicate and how dangerous is the type of setup and there is this uh, and also it's very costly in terms of transportation reliability and so on right now there is a big talk about circular economies produced locally what we want to, to consume locally okay so there is a, a renaissance of manufacturing but of course there are scarce resources and also human resources you know there is a, a big problem in employment today the, finding a qualified employee for a manufacturing company is not easy at all. Therefore, you have to optimize, okay? And we live in an era where the supply chain can be easily disrupted. So you need to build resilience in your supply chain. This is part of what we want to achieve with the digital manufacturing so that you can build, you can connect, you can better use the resources, whether they are physical resources like the machines, that you have in your shop floor, or whether they are employees that work on those machines. You have to make sure that you use them very, very efficiently. And then you have to make sure that your uh, supply chain is, uh, is, uh, is healthy, is available, and uh, the status of any supply is on your fingertips every day. You need a dashboard to make sure that your supply is coming at the right time, just in time, in an era of uh, supply chain disruption. This is our next act now. Wow, that is ambitious and exciting and totally necessary. Absolutely. Uh, that's exciting. Well, uh, Tomas Nolan, same question for you. What's next for Rise? What's on the horizon? Yeah, um, yeah we're, we're always thinking about the next steps and, and where we're going. Uh, GP, I really appreciate you saying we have a, you know, not a small team right now, um, but we're, we, we have... Probably I'm thinking that because we're, we have plans to grow, right? Um, we're, we're looking to, to double in size approximately over the, the next year. Um, we have, we just, we're, we're on the verge of winning um, or we have just won about three government Air Force contracts um, as well as uh, making business relationships with a, a few key uh you know, manufacturing uh, companies in the industry um, where we're, we're going to attack new markets. So we're, we're working with Anthony Liftgates right now uh, on a 4,000 pound force uh, cylinder 
the lift gate would be a uh, 5,500 pound load capacity. Uh, but, you know, as we mentioned earlier, we're going all the way up in size and scaling the technology uh, to 50,000 pounds uh, and beyond. Uh, so we have multiple new projects, uh, you know, that are going to be kicking off over the next few months. Um, and I guess, I mean, that's very much, you know, relating that to, you know, the SolidWorks platform a bit. Uh, we're looking into PLM system, PLM functionality, ERP functionality, uh, and just building our supply chain as we, we go into manufacturing. Um, so keeping those, those feedback loops really quick and fast and uh, is going to be of utmost importance to us um, as, we, as we begin, uh, you know, our foray into manufacturing uh, and putting right. these products out into the field. Yeah. That's really, that's really exciting. Go ahead, GP. Very soon you will produce millions of those cylinders. And uh, yes. when you are at that point and you need uh, some uh, manu ERP manufacturing technology, give me a call. <laughs> I give you a good discussion. Will do. <laughs> Can we start the entrepreneurship program at the beginning again? <laughs> uh, we can work that out. We, right. love, we, love, we love our entrepreneurs. So we are always uh, available to help. Always. Yeah. That's great. Well, guys, I'm really uh, thankful that you took the time out on a, on a Friday afternoon to, to talk to me and, and uh, walk through what's going on. It's really exciting to not just hear about the partnership, but how um, you continue to you know, invest in each other uh, on things. And I think that's really important. It's really neat, uh, GP, to hear about what's on the horizon and Thomas and Nolan, how, how we build a, a company around you know, stability of a, of a platform like SolidWorks. So I really, uh, thanks for the opportunity to, to hear all that today, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks. Thomas Nolan, Justin, it was fun to talk together. Likewise. Well, you've been listening to the Rise Inside podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Rise Inside podcast presented by Rise Robotics. On behalf of our guest today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our LinkedIn page, linkedin.com slash company slash rise dash robotics.